Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant, and we're going full circle. We're looking back to where it all began. Now, recently, I dug through some of my classic Jesus Music Vinyl Records collection. (laughs) You remember those records? I gave them to my staff writer, Russell, who cleaned them up for me. And I thought I'd share some of my favorites with you on this show. Now, many of the songs on today's Christian radio are worship songs. And it seems like every band is doing their own brand of worship music, from the newsboys to Cutlass and everyone in between. So let's look back at the beginning of contemporary worship. First up from a church in Freeville, New York, called The Love In Company. Their worship leader, Ted Sanquist, and other musicians recorded an album of original worship songs that prominently featured guitar virtuoso Phil Kagi. His influence is guitar felt all through the album without being overbearing. And other notable players include Nedra Ross, formerly of the Ronettes, Lynn Nichols, and Phil Madeira, who would later go on to play in Phil Kagi's band in the late 70s and early 80s. So, from this 1977 groundbreaking praise and worship album, here's the title track, with Ted Sanquist and Phil Kage sharing lead vocal duties as they welcome you to the Courts of the King. Let's go. 
of royalty, given entrance to the courts of the king because of our adoption as sons and daughters, because of what Jesus did over 2,000 years ago on a cross. And we have reason to worship. Ted Sandquist and Phil Kage, who lived at Love In Community for a season back when it all began. Michael W. Smith one of the most enduring popular artists in contemporary Christian music. But did you know he had a worship song on his first album, The Michael W. Smith Project? Now, Michael was born in Canova, West Virginia, the son of an oil refinery worker. He became a Christian at age 10, but in his college years began to backslide, turning to drugs and alcohol. This continued until October of 1979, when Michael suffered a sort of emotional mental breakdown that culminated in recommitting his life to Christ. The next day, he auditioned for a new CCM group, Higher Ground, as their keyboardist. While touring with them, he cleaned up his act. He later wrote songs for other artists before signing on to Reunion Records. The first worship song he wrote has become a standard in many churches today. Let's go back to 1983 with a song whose lyrics were written by his wife, Deborah, with music by Michael. Here's Great Is the Lord on Full Circle, where it all began. Great is the Lord, He is holy and just. By His power we trust in His love. Great is the Lord, He is faithful and true. By His mercy He proves He is love. Great is the Lord and worthy
the legendary Michael W. Smith. And it seems like that after all this time, Michael has come full circle. Because in 2001, he released a whole album of worship songs, followed by another in 2002. One thing I like about our next worship song is that it directs our attention to who we're singing to. It seems like too many times we find ourselves distracted in our church worship services by the things around us, daydreaming, or just looking at the worship band instead of keeping our focus on the Lord. Franciscan monk John Michael Talbot, along with his brother Terry, had a musical reunion in 1980 with a thematic album called The Painter. After several years of doing separate solo projects, the two brothers wanted to paint with their musical brushes the colors of their devotion. And the song, Wonderful Counselor, is a result of that collaboration. Providing the background accompaniment is the London Chamber Orchestra, which adds a spectacular full sound to this expression of worship. Here's Wonderful Counselor. From Mason Prophet, an early country rock band, John and Terry Talbot, on Full Circle, where it all began. When I come back, we'll hear what is probably the most popular worship song 
that came out in the decade of the 80s by the late Rich Mullins. Full Circle. Meet Leela, who came to the Global Advance Marketplace Conference for Business Leaders in Hyderabad, India, a city of millions experiencing economic boon. Yet in the midst of new wealth, millions live in severe poverty and millions more do not know Christ. Leela is a businesswoman determined to make a difference. She was one of the first to introduce beauty boutiques and clinics in Hyderabad. God has blessed her business throughout the region and is now extended to New York, Paris, and Dubai. Leela ministers to women throughout her work in the marketplace. The profits Leela makes are used to help bring schooling and meals to needy children. Leela also has a television program where she tells her viewers about Jesus Christ. Pray for God to raise up more godly business people like Leela in India and beyond. Hear more stories at our website, globaladvance.org. Getting back to the heart of the matter on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. This is Jerry Bryant. Now you didn't want to miss this next song. Glad you stayed around. One of the most popular worship songs that came out in the 1980s was Awesome God by the late Rich Mullins, and it's considered by many his best. Many Christian bands have done cover versions in various styles, from ska to swing to straight out rock and roll. But Mullins didn't consider this song to be one of his best. In an interview with the Lighthouse Electronic Magazine in April of 1996, here's what he said. You know the thing I like about Awesome God? It's one of the worst written songs that I ever wrote. It's just poorly crafted. But the thing is that sometimes when you become too conscientious about being a songwriter, the message becomes a vehicle for the medium. And that's a temptation I think all songwriters have. I think a great songwriter is someone who's able to take a very meaningful piece of wisdom or a folly or whatever and say it in a way that is most likely to make people respond. But what you want them to respond to is not how cleverly you did that. What you want them to respond to is your message. (laughs) Well said. From his third Reunion Records release, Winds of Heaven, Stuff of Earth. From 1988, let's listen and respond with worship for the Lord who is an awesome God. Just putting on the Ritz Our God is an awesome God There's thunder in His footsteps And lightning in His fists Our God is an awesome God And the Lord wasn't joking When He kicked Him out of Eden It wasn't for no reason That He shed His blood His return is very close And so you better be believing That our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God And created the light Our God is an awesome God 
Judgment and wrath he poured out on Sodom The mercy and grace he gave us at the cross I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten That our God is an awesome God Our God Late Rich Mullins, and a song that will last the ages, Awesome God, on Full Circle. I'm Jerry Bryant, and if you've just started listening and wondering what my show is all about, well, I'm looking back to the beginning of today's contemporary Christian music. On this show, we're looking back to the beginning of today's contemporary Christian worship to see what we can remember of the why and the how it all started. On this show, we feature classic Jesus music, interviews, memories of our heritage, and it was a rich one. Now, if you'd like to write me and let me know some of your memories or request a song you'd like to hear or inquire about those days of early Jesus music, email me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or you can visit me on the web at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. We'll take a break, but first here's some of the old guys. Petra, on Full Circle, from the 1981 Star Song release, Never Say Die. Here's Father of Lights. You made the sun to light the day. Never been Help me let your light inside 
accomplished more for today's contemporary Christian music, Petra and Father of Lights. And the amazing thing about the band, they weren't just limited to one style of music, and that's a big factor in their longevity. I'll be back with a look at some of the earliest expressions of Jesus' music. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. On the front lines of the gospel's advance, in sometimes hostile areas of the world, are the hidden heroes of the body of Christ. Pastors and church planters who willingly risk their lives for Christ. Global Advance is helping bring desperately needed training, tools, and encouragement to these strategic leaders around the world. To learn more about how you can help support the training of frontline leaders worldwide leaders who are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Visit our website, globaladvance.org. Learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the globe. That's globaladvance.org. Globaladvance.org. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Well, I'm back with some songs that will be new for most of you. But they're actually early recordings of contemporary Jesus music before we begin to call it CCM. Now, you probably won't find any of them on a CD, but if you listen, you can relive some memories with me as we look back to our yesteryear, the beginnings of what we now call contemporary Christian music. The group called Dust was clearly comprised of some hippies who had not grown up in the church and had just recently gotten saved. They excelled in doing psychedelic hard rock, but could switch gears to a folk rock sound with ease. They only released one self-titled LP on the Mer label in 1972. Often song lyrics in their music featured the popular hippie style vernacular with words like man, dig it, 
and groovy. For instance, in this song, Friend of Mine, they use the word busted instead of arrested when describing the scene of Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. With a sound reminiscent of early Randy Newman, here's Dust. Let me tell you about a friend of mine He walked around barefoot half the time And all the people watching said he wasn't right But wrong or right, isn't it nice? The way he walked, the way he talked, the way he And I literally had to blow the dust off of that one when I pulled it out of the collection. Now that was vintage Jesus music, a genuine taste of what it was like so long ago. When you read the Bible, you have a chance to go back and see how it all began, the beginning of creation. You can read the story about the first family of Adam and Eve. Now Seth was the third recorded son of Adam and Eve. 
Upon his arrival, Eve said, God has granted me another child in the place of Abel, since Cain killed him. So Seth probably means granted. Seth is also the name of our next group. They were a vocal group, started in the early 70s by Jonathan David Brown, who would later go on to be one of the most sought-after producers in the Christian music world. His production credits include a host of albums put out by the Maranatha Music Label in the 70s and top artists in the 80s, including Petra, Twyla Paris, and Steve Taylor. The other notable in the group was Kelly Willard, who would go on to become a solo artist in her own right. From their self-titled 1974 release, here's Seth and a man called Jesus.
their 1974 self-titled LP on the Maranatha label. Good News with Rock of Ages, an entirely different version of a song with the same name. Good News started out primarily a piano player and a backup band. Eric Nelson on vocals and piano, Bill Batstone on bass, David Dix played drums, Yvonne Lewis on vocals, and a 16-year-old guitarist named Bob Carlisle, who many years later would have a number one hit in the pop market with Butterfly Kisses. The name of the group came from a variety of sources, including a song written by Eric Nelson, a popular today's English translation of the New Testament called Good News for Modern Man, and the obvious one would be the translation of the word gospel, meaning good news, referring to the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. Whatever way you look at it, it's a classic. Back to where it all began, the full circle. Now here's a real memory, because this may have been the second album that I ever bought for my first radio show. Back then, DJs had to buy all their own records, because demos were seldom available. Wasn't really too tough on the budget. There just weren't that many to buy in the early days of what has become today's CCM. Marge Snyder was only a 17-year-old junior at San Lorenzo High School in Felton, California when she recorded her first Jesus Music album in 1971. 
I can't imagine anyone not liking the simple music of this obviously gifted folk singer, who is fondly remembered from the early days. In spite of the lack of recording dynamics from this very early Jesus music album, what's immediately striking is how captivating her voice is. She would go on to release three more albums from 1972 through 1974. With her influences obviously being Judy Collins and Janice Ian, she also served as an influence to later Jesus music singers like Pam Mark Hall and Amy Grant early in their career. Doing a cover of the Larry Norman song, Sweet, Sweet Song of Salvation, from her 1972 LP, Let the Sun Shine, let's sit back and listen to Marge Snyder. Sweet, sweet song of salvation. Marge Snyder, from one of the first albums that I used on my very early Jesus Solid Rock radio show. And like I said, I did a lot of rotating of albums back then. Didn't have much to choose from. But I'm glad I held on to these old albums. You just don't find many of them around anymore. And it's fun to share them with you as we look back to the rich legacy of early Jesus music. Now, if you're enjoying the journey, would you write me this week? My address is info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. Or if you're sending it postal, 
Send it to Full Circle, Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. That's Post Office Box 17967, Nashville, Tennessee, 37217. I'll be back with a look at a solo release by the guitarist and vocalist from the classic group Mustard Seed Faith. Classic Jesus music is on Full Circle. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Vera attended the Global Advance Marketplace Missions Conference for business leaders in Cameroon. Vera is a witty, intelligent, and joyful woman with a God-sized vision for her nation. Vera is a magistrate attorney who has committed her life to helping bring justice and fairness to mistreated women in West Africa. Vera uses her job to share God's love and to show His power. Recently, word got out about her practice, and a film crew followed her, creating a documentary entitled Sisters in Law. The film won industry awards, including the Cannes Film Festival, and shows her faith at work. Vera is believing God to use her life to bring righteousness, justice, and integrity to the nation of Cameroon. Learn how Global Advance is reaching business leaders worldwide at our website, globaladvance.org. Back home again on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Thanks for staying with me. Now, Louis McVeigh was the guitarist and vocalist with the classic Jesus music group, Mustard Seed Faith. If you've listened to the show of late, you've probably heard them. After the group disbanded, he recorded a solo album in 1978 on Maranatha Music, cleverly titled The Spirit of St. Louis, which was also the name of the plane of the famed aviator Charles Lindbergh. With a good combination of rock and folky ballads, his melodic voice makes for a highly listenable album. Now drawing upon the parable of the lost sheep from Luke 15, here's Lost But Not Forgotten, Louis McVeigh. is heavy, his mind is upset, while his flock is asleep. He counts again through racing it down, but the birds the same. One lamb is straight away into the night, lost in the cold of the rain. Lost in I forgot that 
I'm glad we didn't forget this artist, Louis McVeigh, from his first solo LP in 1978, In the Days of Vinyl Recordings. Sometimes it can be a good thing to be signed to a secular label in order to get the gospel out to those who might not have a chance to hear it. Other times, it can stunt your growth, such as the later case with our next young Jesus music artist, Jeannie Green. Electra Records, home of the Eagles, The Doors, Judy Collins and Joni Mitchell, were looking for an artist with whom they could showcase and capitalize on the burgeoning Jesus music. Unfortunately, after one album, she wasn't heard from again. Jeannie Green apparently wasn't able to grow as a recording artist because the record company was just jumping on the bandwagon. And when the Jesus fad had died down, they had no more use for her. It's sad, but true. With her Janis Joplin-style vocals and backed by the Muscle Shoals rhythm section from her one and only release in 1971, here's Jeannie Green. And thank God he came. It's a wicked and adulterous generation that seeketh after a sign. Hey, all you sinners, I'm talking to you. I want you to listen Because I am one too But there was a man From Galilee He died for you And he died for me When evil surrounded Every man was the same He was our savior
from my early collection of Jesus music when I had only just a few albums to rotate on my show. Thank God she came. Jeannie Green, and thank God he came. What a voice. Well, that's all the time I have for this Full Circle. But my last artist has quite a history in early Jesus music. But many of you have never even heard of him. This might be due to the fact that he was a Midwesterner, not a part of the huge California West Coast Jesus movement scene. His name is Mike Johnson. He started out in 1969 with a heavy blues-influenced power rock trio called The Excursions. They released only one album in 1970. But as a solo artist, Mike recorded with a variety of musical styles and eight albums leading up to his final Jesus music release in 1979. One interesting thing to note about him is his involvement with Compassion International. Compassion Music Program Director Andy Ivey credits Mike Johnson with planting the seeds of the sponsorship idea in a concert setting. Mike had a wealthy benefactor who said, I'll underwrite a tour for you if you'll make the tour a benefit for a charitable mission. When Mike came to Compassion, he had already contacted several ministries, all of whom had turned him down. Compassion asked him to go to Haiti to see the work firsthand. When he came back to the States, he was so eloquent in describing the work in Haiti, his involvement with the ministry became a huge success. And that was the nugget that started the whole partnership between Compassion and Christian musicians. So here he is from the new PAX Records release, More Than Just an Act. Here's Mike Johnson and Love Will Last. There's one thing I know There's one thing I know It's love will last the test of time And when all is said and done The world will end and love will still There's one thing I've seen There's one thing I've seen It's love can overcome the strong And build up the weak Heal a broken life and right
There's a special kind of love There's a special kind of love That was shown when God gave his son touch with that pioneer, but Mike Johnson was one of the best of the early Jesus music artists, with Love Will Last. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circle is recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a global advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.